0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Avatar podcast. I'm your host, Albert, and today I am joined by author Tara Bennett.
1: Hello, thank you for having me, Albert. I'm so happy to be on the show.
0: I'm really, really happy that you're here as well. How was your day so far?
1: It was was good. Yeah, you know, as a writer, I'm always writing. I was, uh, uh, you know, the... um, the muse doesn't always hit us exactly when we want it to, so I always find that you know when when it hits me, I go in and I start typing. So good. weekends, you know, are not not really weekends for me, but uh, yeah. But it's uh, it's always good to get work done, and and uh, and I've been looking forward to this. So <laughs> look, um, your
0: book. I'm a giant fan of of your oh, writing, and thank um, you. When I came across the book, especially the image, I think that's Dylan Cole's art on the cover. Mm-hmm. I just had this childlike joy, which is probably the, that sequence in particular with Loak and um, and Payakan definitely evokes that. And I just, in that moment of beholding just the book itself, it was just a, a very visceral excitement, you know, not just off of the, you know, 13-ish years of um, the gap between the first Avatar and this one. If it wasn't your writing, and if it wasn't Dylan's art, and if it wasn't everything you put together here, this sort of uh microcosm of the production itself you know your own avatar too as Tara bennett wouldn't be the same so i think just as cameron oh, thank was you. the ideal for for his universe and and the people he chose for those roles i think it was it could only have been a tyra bennett thing i think
1: thank you so much it's um you know even those choices down to what is going to be the cover of a book uh you know we, we labor over those you know i remember them when they sent me um Uh, it was about 10 images. um, And, you know, you always have to imagine someone walking into a bookstore, even though not everybody does that nowadays, but I'm old school and I still love, you know, walking in and that smell of new books and and looking Mm -hmm. to see what's come out. And, um, you know, you're always thinking what is going to grab somebody's eye, what is going to make you immediately know this is the return to the avatar world. And this is a return to Pandora and there were so many beautiful images that they were even in contention for the cover. But okay. they, some of them, almost look too natural Geographic. You know, when you look oh. at it, you go, "Oh, that could almost look like it could be someone's photography book." You know, because the imagery is so gorgeous and beautiful, and and, and especially mm. that that set within um, the seas and the water environments. Um, so it was a really it was a big labor to be able to go, "What's the right one?" And then when this okay. one, um, when Ben was able to tweak some of the imagery that he'd done to make that image uh, work for a cover, uh, was i was myself just like you so excited to finally see it and that was what the choice was um so it means a lot as if talking to someone that's a fan that you know you had that experience because i had it with you
0: <laughs> so obviously we have paya khan this behemoth mm-hmm. underneath the waves and we can take that to you know mean um you know metaphorically like Avatar's been under the surface for a number of years and then yes. not only not only surfacing but like triumphantly resurfacing triumphantly surfacing from, yes from bottom left to top right which if you go to art school they teach you about past yes videos, exactly. correct <laughs> there you go um so all of that operating on on all those levels consciously or subconsciously had a Really powerful effect. So
1: I love to nerd out over those kinds of things yes. because those are all choices. You know, those Yay. are all choices where, where are your eye is being led, um, what kind of uh, kinetic energy you want to cover, what, what you want people to, you know, that, that it's been gone for so long and now it's you know as you said triumphantly returning with this really breathtaking image all of that is is definitely part of my thought process that, and what right. i've learned over years with books so having that kind of like really nitty-gritty conversation is always really fun because nobody okay. ever has it
0: so tara if you wanted to speak to your um kinship with avatar
1: it really goes back to James Cameron. Um, mm-hmm. Like a, a seminal movie for me um, as a, you know, a teen kind of growing up was, was, uh, was aliens. Um, and like, you can see Ripley behind me and yes. I have a James Cameron aliens um, action figure <laughs> over in mm-hmm. the corner. And um, uh, that movie just, uh, I don't know. It was a, a movie that hit me at the right age at the right time. Um, had such an incredible female heroine to, to it. Uh, but there was also so much, um, there was so much uh, relationship amongst uh, you know, it, with all of this action and horror going on with it. And, um, and that, you know, made me interested in going back and seeing Terminator. And then, um, I basically just kind of was a, someone that just followed James's career. Uh, I initially at one point thought maybe I'd go into visual effects because I loved uh, the work that he was doing and other filmmakers like him. And then um, I ended up uh, moving with my family from California back to the East coast of the United States. And so that kind of separated me from the ability to do that as easily, but I did go into a, a film and television program on the East coast when I was in college. And, um, you know, thought I'd be producing television and, uh, and I did for quite, quite a few, few years. And then, um, the East coast is different in terms of what it uh, allows you to do in storytelling. I did a lot of uh, public affairs television and a lot of live television, but, um, it really wasn't the kind of storytelling that I love to do. And so I ended up um, transitioning out of television and into writing, which was unexpected, but it was something that, that, um, I didn't think would be a career path. But, uh, you know, I'm sure you're like, like myself, uh, you know, I had, as a kid, uh, my room full of, um, like, Starlog magazines and making of art books and making of, uh, you know, novelizations, all of those things, you know, uh, were a big part of my formative years and things that uh, I spent a lot of my free time reading, and like, diving into, you know, back in the day when there was premiere magazine, and back when EW was still, you know, a print magazine, and I still have some of those issues, like in my mom's attic, <laughs> um, you know, so things that really just helped me understand how, how the artists that I respected the most and one of them being James Cameron at the time, um, how they m- made these things that, you know, became so seminal to me. And so, um, when I transitioned into writing because the the TV that I could produce in that arena in that part of the country was not really what I was feeling passionate about, ended up shifting over into writing and, um, because I had made film and television projects, um, from college, um, being able to have the language of what people behind the scenes do was something that was inherent to me because I was doing it, um, as well. Uh, and, and it, the, there wasn't a, um, separation of going like, what do you do and how do you do it? I, I, you know, I, I read so much about it or I myself had done or worked with colleagues that were doing things. So, um, I ended up being able to, um, transform my career into writing about film and television and, uh, um, started, uh, was asked to write, um, my first book alone was a book on the making of the television show 24 with Kiefer Sutherland. And then that just kind of bloomed into a lot of other projects. And, um, uh, and then, you know, I feel like everyone was like a stepping stone of learning and, um, Uh, you know, bettering myself, knowing what I can ask of publishers, how to push ourselves, you know, when we're working on a book to make it the best possible, that then kind of put me in the, (laughs) put me in the right space to be in the right mindset of, you know, how James Cameron's expectations, you know, and to be ready, um, whenever, if there ever would be an opportunity for a project, um, that he was doing where I could be support, you know, in, in the book realm and, um, and the the stars aligned, so yeah, it was um, it was uh, you know for me watching Aliens as a teen and um, being so deeply affected by it to then you know years later going hey you know we need a writer for the 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 next avatar movie to talk about how it was made and i was just like well i could never have imagined that (laughs) so they came to
0: you they actually okay
1: yeah yeah which is really lovely i I will say um as a qualifier to that um josh is is um is the director of uh of all of the kind of franchising material that happens in the Avatar world and for Lightstorm. And um, he and I worked together uh, at Fox, where he was before. Um, obviously, he worked on Avatar and was with James's team at Fox, but then um, he's so great at doing what he does, they brought him over to Lightstorm. And so he's the guy that makes the decisions on who gets to make the toys, who gets to make the books, who gets to. Um, you know uh you know make the video games who makes the 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 park theme park attractions you know for disney and such and so um he actually did the visual dictionary for um avatar two. so if anybody out there has the book and goes oh josh why do i know that name he's the one that wrote that because he's the keeper of all of all of that mythology and um Art book wise, yes, he came to me because we have a, a long working relationship with each other for, oh, great. for Fox Projects. So it was, um, yeah, really lovely um, uh, to, to work with him again and then also be trusted, you know, to, to be able to um, step up <laughs> and well, then work at yeah. a level that, you know, that James Cameron expects. So
0: this path from resonating with his work early on with Aliens into working with him directly and, and you did I'm assuming there was some mm-hmm. uh, conversing yeah yeah it was
1: zooming like this to there New you Zealand go. <laughs> excellent
0: and that's great that he involved himself on yes. that level when I'm looking at uh, different pages of the art book and just seeing how clearly you've laid everything out in the best way your writing steps out of the way and just portrays the events that's, you know that's
1: thank you yeah right? that's that's my goal i'm yeah uh, i am i'm very much a non-self-inserter um with my writing it's always to facilitate the story of the artists you know mm-hmm. um as much as i learned from my favorite books in the genre when i was teen all the way through my adulthood um I, i've always um ascribed to the path of um do not get too wordy. Do not let the, let the, the maker of the thing explain it as much as possible. Contextualize. Um, and, uh, and, you know, I, I feel like you've got such brilliant people working, um, uh, with the three, uh, head of head departments with Ben and, and Dylan and Deb, um, that they, they really have been in this business for so long, they can articulate it the best. And, and really what I did for this book was, um, Try to frame it in a way that didn't feel cookie cutter to a lot of the other art books out there only in that um, sequels don't have a tendency to have this kind of a lag time (laughs) between installments and There is this sense, you know, you heard it, and you know your 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 listeners and 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 followers know that you know there was a lot of slagging off of like uh, no one's going to care about Avatar when it comes back, and there's not going to be any interest in it. And um, the thing that I knew was that they've been working on it the whole time, (laughs) and you you could technically this book could have been. 10 books with as much artwork that they and all of their incredible artists did to conceptualize, develop, um, to take uh, the elements that James had been thinking of and said, you know, like, go run with this for years, literally but the the world of books does not allow for that. We have a finite amount of pages in order to make it um, consumer friendly so that you don't go, how much do you want me to spend for this book? (laughs) And for the most amount of people to be able to um, be able to take it home, you know, in its own kind of souvenir kind of way Um, we have page count that is, you know, that has to be finite. We have um, materials so that it doesn't get too big so that you start having the stitching come out. And then you've got a book that falls apart with bad glue and, All of those things are really important. And I knew that there was no way we were ever going to be able to holistically cover the depth and breadth of what all of these artists had been doing for so long. So what I could do was find um, a through line in terms of a narrative. And and the narrative that I pitched to to James and to John was um, let's talk about what were the hardest things for them to crack design-wise so that then they could um, really, um, explained to the reader and the person at home that was, you know, that I opened the book by contextualizing and saying, yeah, you, you thought Avatar was gone, but these people were living in Pandora for a decade, um, day to day, it was their nine to five job, um, working and shaping and doing whatever James needed, you know, just to get ready for pre-production and, and into production and then everything with the sequels, you know, happening mm-hmm. at the same time. So I wanted to convey that. So when you opened it and if you choose to read it, cause you know, some people just like the the pretty pictures, but if you chose to read it, you'd understand, Oh, there's a context here for how much I'm seeing versus how much I'm not seeing. And that the chosen art in the book, helps tell the story of these are the things that as, as artists, as team leaders, as artisans really made it tough on them. You know, so if you're an artist out in the world who, um, you know, is, is, is in concept design, or you're coming up as a college student, or you're an illustrator, that there was a real tangible story for you to understand that this was, um, not just an array of pictures. It was some things they had to really figure out. And then every image that came afterwards was almost kind of like opening the dam (laughs) to be able to have everything flow from once I got past this thing that was incredibly difficult that Jim either, you know, was tirelessly going, nope, 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 or they themselves, you know, were having to learn brand new skills to be able to um, convey it. And then everything that you see art-wise is an extension of that design, cracking that design difficulty, opening it up, and then here are the things that came because of it. And um, you know that was important to me as a writer to go. Um, I I feel like I can't service. That span of time without addressing it in a very particular way that, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe a book that w- was about a sequel that came out two years ago, um, you could just kind of keep moving, you know, and yeah. so that was that was really the thing that I brought to the table that um, James and John and, and, and Josh all went yeah you know what that that let's go that way and um and you know I'm very proud of that because you know there's a lot of books out there with a lot of varying levels of um worth you know there's Absolutely. some where you just go like that looks nice but I don't know if you know it tells me anything and I wanted to make sure that I'll um uh, to you as
0: that. you're oh you, uh, yes took to go- a quick photo See? Many,
1: many that's, different... like, that's like my other room Exactly, <laughs> it's I'm... book books upon books uh, my husband and i both we write together and write separately but oh, we we both brought together a ridiculous amount <laughs> of books about art and and uh you know just artists that we love and and so so yes coming back around to i so appreciate um you know y- you being able to um uh, well, you yeah, singling I, out that I tried to kind of subvert myself and tell a story, um, yes. you know, that that comes across so you could understand that not only do I, as a person, maybe love Pandora or love the characters, but hopefully the book helps tell a story about exactly what it takes to get to that place for you to love it that much So because you can see the work it took to get there.
0: What you do is a gratitude deepening endeavor. You come away... Forever changed after reading the art of the making of. Gareth Edwards, when he was making Godzilla, he's like, if you come to my film and you just see the big guy and you're impressed on the surface level, that's fine. But under the surface, we have these layers of symbolism. We have this almost year-long process to get the silhouette right. And yes. so yeah. And and I just want to say that it very much paid off. It's right Thank there you. empirically measurable in the film success more than the entire box office runs of Ant-Man and Guardians combined. I love in this era where things can gain momentum kind of out of nowhere for no reason simply because there's the follow effect and the bandwagon effect. Yeah. It's good to know thanks to the Tyra Venets and the James Camerons that the eternal measuring method for for true lasting worthwhile endeavor is effort and it is time invested and look i love a lot of these books but i really do wish they had more of a tara bennett kind of comprehensiveness (laughs) Uh, because there are i've seen some yeah not that they have just very little little blurbs and that's it but with this you did take us on a journey and it honors the storytelling aspect of avatar itself which is you know, and that's why, obviously, I think Jim and John were like, "Well, she's thinking about making it into a story. Well, let's let's do that." And I think that's beautiful. Yeah,
1: I, I came I came prepared because you know yes. I was like not gonna, I did not want to like you know um, come in with just a lame uh, <laughs> a lame approach to it. And I was so happy that they were um, happy with that uh, that angle. Um, and I was happy also that Dylan and Ben and Deb, because ultimately they're the ones you know to a degree from the macro sense, certainly John and, and, and James are, Jim are, are voices in the book, but the, the, the real meat of the ben book Procter are the uh, Dylan Cole and, and Deborah Snyder, um, Scott. And so and you Abel go, Scott. they're really the ones um, that are, that are telling us the minutiae of all the artisans that they worked with and, and, and able to, you know, really get into the nitty gritty of what, what are their days look like and the things that they got, you know, fixated on or you know really had to you know keep working to get it to work right or or you know the to kind of match the the mercurial and I I mean that in the best possible way the mercurial nature of Jim of where Jim is the one that's like stitching all this stuff together in his head all the time and like they have to kind of almost like Harry Potter style like pull it out with like a wand and just kind of like go, okay what is Jim works on a, de- a different level, and so that's that itself is also something I wanted to convey: was that that um, you're you're working with a creative and other really smart creatives, but you know, not a, you don't always creatively uh, immediately get exactly what somebody's intentions are, or in the application of something that Jim's doing within his um, mocap, and then you know the realization of that will suddenly go, "Well, that doesn't work," you know, and, and Jim is always working on this level that. Um, it's like, no, 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 I need that for this scene and this scene and this scene. And, you know, and Ben and, and Dylan especially were extraordinarily um, candid about saying, like, I, it took a while to understand what he sees because we don't we don't live in the world that he does, per se. You know, um, he's able to stitch together the digital and stitch together the practical and then stitch together what he needs for production and what he needs to make a really, you know, impressive um back, back uh, you know a stage setting for for you know a climactic third act battle or things like that and so you know they, they and we include that in the in the, in the book too it's you know I wanted um, them to not make it you read other books and you don't understand the struggle <laughs> and I think if there's anything you know having worked in hands-on and production work myself and then uh, conveying these stories uh whether it's in book form or just the reporting that i do is that no movie or television show is easy (laughs) it's always a miracle that it ends up happening and then when you you do something like avatar one and two where the scale of it is beyond what most people can kind of uh, um conceptualize even you know like you put people in a in the tank and they still are going what are we doing? <laughs> are we doing it? So there's there's an extra level of, of processing that um I wanted to convey because it th- like you said, the effort that it takes for everybody to get on the same page to to finally hone vision into something that makes sense, that is unified, that's telling a story on multiple levels. Um, I think the more honest you can be about that, the more you can prepare future artists coming up into the business and people that are inspired by that to really understand effort level, years put in, hours put in, um, just allows you to really um, get a new perspective of exactly the man hours to make something, but also understanding um, how hard it is to make something in this business in general, but then being honest about how they got through things how they were able to find find um, design uh, ways out of things, and and to me that feels like its own little little mini dramatic yeah. story, you know. Um, I, uh, I love I love finding that out because I have the utmost like you do respect for that, and finding that out. the the more honest people can be about that, the more interesting it is. It's not the gossip. It's, oh, wow. Wow. How long did it take you to do that? And how many hours and how many weeks was that? That just is fascinating to me because there's a lot of people that just go like, I just walk away from that with my pen and paper yeah. and go like, sayonara, see you later. Buddy. <laughs> and and they don't, none of these people did that. They've st- stuck with this Invested. and with Jim yeah. for years. And that's, that's a, that's a pretty compelling story in itself.
0: You know, you don't have to commit anything here, but maybe I'll low key say, Tara, can you confirm that you'll be doing it three and four and five? Come on. Like, can we just have, I don't
1: know. You know, I, books are always so weird. It's a weird business now. I can definitely say, and this is, you know, the, I started, you know, back, my first single book uh, was in 2005. I was really grateful to work with publishers at Titan Publishing who, um, I was green, you know, I had not done a lot of, I just knew what I liked when I bought things, you know, I knew as a fan, well, like, why am I going to go spend money on a book? Um, Hmm. uh, And I have a lot of them, (laughs) so, you know, so there is a, there's a taste and there's a, uh, a hope that, you know, what books will, will, um, inform me about when I buy them. And then, you know, there's disappointment when you go, oh, wow, this part of it really worked for me, but I wish they had done this. So it's kind of like a, a self cataloging that I didn't even know that I was doing because as a consumer and a fan of movies and, and film and television, um, I was, I was, kind of building my own taste of what, what works for me and what doesn't. And so in those early books, um, I appreciated the Titan allowed me a lot of say about what are we going to do about how we're going to lay these out. And, And, and I always appreciated the, um, uh, the agency that gave me to learn, you know, so when when I would get feedback from other people, or as we were going through with designers, and my editors, and we were talking about "Well, does this work? And how do we problem solve, because maybe we can't get these images, or maybe all of a sudden, the studio says, No, those are too spoilery, we can't have those, mm. you know, you you always have to kind of pivot and go, what? What, what can I do to still bring value when we have, you know, parameters, you know, that are just, you know, we don't want spoilers in this book, or we, we can't get those images for whatever reason, or no one was there to take pictures that day, you know, or <laughs> whatever it is, there's all these weird things that come up as you work on, on books and um, these kinds of projects. And the thing that... Uh, uh, has gotten to be harder now than it was when I started in around 2005, is that, um, I have to really fight for books to be able to have that kind of creativity anymore. Um, a lot of times, yeah, it's really, it's a bummer. It's a bummer because, um, books, uh, have become a little bit more of a commodity rather than the kind of, for me and, you know, my husband and some other writers that we know that are peers in the business, that it's kind of a sacred space. You know, it's like, Mm -hmm. I, um, take it really seriously whether uh we're, we're collaborating with someone else or our names are the only names on a on a cover of a book that that that's representative of what yeah, our quality standards are and um some people you know don't feel that way they're just like hey it's a, it's a gig i got it you know and hey but i i don't know um myself uh, my husband paul terry who writes his own books um like we've just care. always, maybe, yeah, yeah, we've taken it more seriously and whether yeah. that's, I, then maybe that makes us a pain in the butt. <laughs> maybe, no. maybe that, but, but we yeah. always feel like if we, if we're going to sweat for this, this project, um, it's to know that we are not at the end of it, um, going to disappoint people that love something as much as we love something. Um, nice. And that um, that you are going to buy this and you're going to walk away with it as as happy as we, we're mm-hmm. as content with it as we hope that you'll be content with it. Um, knowing that you can't always get what you want and that you try the best to do what you can within some of the the licensing um, parameters that every book has that's individual to the project. Um, but it's a little harder now because sometimes, you know, the the publishers will just say, yeah. oh, well, we don't want you to interview anybody. We're just going to give you the transcript of what they did on the set. And you turn that into a book and I won't do that.
0: It makes you stand out all the more. And I'm so glad you have that integrity to keep being that way.
1: Thank really. you. Yeah, I, I feel like, listen, if I write less of them, um, but I'm always proud of the ones that I put out, uh, then that's that's where I'll be. And, and so, so I say that with the caveat in that publishing changes, who is responsible for titles, who has the contracts for things, uh, you know, all of that changes all the time. And those are things that I've kind of given myself over to okay. um, and just go like, I have no control. But at yeah. the end of the day, um, I, I do know that Lightstorm was happy with the book that we put out. I know that um, the team was happy with what we were able to put out. This is actually the first art book that DK's ever done. And I, I myself was surprised in doing DK it books, because when, when I said... Yeah. You know, they, they have very much a format, you know, I I have these books that, you know, if you have kids, if you yourself are just, uh, you know, really love a particular mythology or an IP out there, it's, it's very, you know, kind of box of copy image supported. And then, you know, lots of, lots of kind of, um, very busy pages with tons of information and then like character box outs and materialized you know, um, accessories and things, um, and an art book is not something that they do. Like if you look at their catalog, you go, oh, they, oh, yeah. they haven't really done this before. So I, I was really proud to be able to come in and, and kind of help, um, help them kind of put that you know that Begin foot that in era. the sand with that, yeah, and to, that. and to help consult with that, and um,
0: okay. you know, uh,
1: and and so I hope you know down the line uh, if 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 that's what they would like um, look, is for me to, just, to come I'll back. I'll take over from be great. I'm gonna I'm gonna
0: say this because I know DK <laughs> is listening. So is your only choice. Don't even. Don't insult us with a, <laughs> humoring anyone else. She's locked in till 2027. Tara Bennett is chronicling these Avatar films. Tanya Lapointe, who's doing the same thing for Villeneuve with, with Doom. Yeah. So I kind yeah. of just want the clash of the T-word names, Tara versus Tanya. I like it. That works. I kind of I want this competitive, you know, um, spirit going on between the keeping, both of you. Keeping
1: the, uh, keeping the value of, of great art books yeah. out there, which is, you know, um, it's a... Uh, it's a, it's a, a contracting field, but one that, um, you know, I, I take the baton from others like Rinsler and, yes. and others that have, um, made some amazing pieces of, of work that stand next to the, 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 the origin, um, artifact, you know, the, the film or the television show. And, um, you know, you feel like you've learned something entirely brand new next to him. I, I don't comport myself to be on the level of Rinsler, but I certainly aspire to a lot of what he's done. And, and if uh, I get close, um, I uh, I feel like uh, that's a win.
0: What was the snack, if I may ask?
1: I already I ate dinner beforehand, so I was I was already. But I'm just uh, I just I, I drink. Um, it's kind of like a natural Gatorade. It's like uh, nice. electrolytes and honey and um, lime. Um, okay. So I, I I do that to, uh, to keep myself going.
0: <laughs> On Pandora, they probably have rivers that have like Gatorade flowing through them. Exactly,
1: flowing Something through like like, el- electrolytes are very yeah. healthy.
0: <laughs> I think Jim could actually su- not pseudoscience because he likes real science. He could he could figure out what it would have taken uh, atmospherically and historically and geologically for a, for a river to produce electrolytes. For water. I, yeah. I
1: believe that if a man put his mind to it, he would definitely really have figured it out. It's, it's um, it's a little scary.
0: <laughs> yeah. Which kind of flows me into you know, as we're going in, as we dive further in to the you know behind the scenes work of Avatar: The Way of Water. I can't help but wish that I could get into some kind of maybe figurative vehicle and just tour the inside of your brain, because I would say if everyone on planet Earth. Short of the people who actually were making the film, there's Tyra Bennett that has the secrets, that ha- that's learned and, <laughs> and seen many a thing, many a thing indeed. Uh, with all respect to NDAs, with all respect to all of that, um, how, what was your experience like basically seeing a lot of things that you just straight up can't talk about? Um, yeah you know can't write about um yeah, what's it like having all the secrets
1: yeah you, you, but you've hit you've hit my life that is my life <laughs> yeah yeah my whole life uh going back to 24 has been um yeah no you can't talk about that no you can't talk about that or you have to sit on that for a very very long time, long time. and um, well
0: you're going to come back on the show to talk about 24 we we're big fans so oh when, good yeah when, when that all expires okay Anytime. any time right.
1: yeah and um yeah it's uh i feel like i'm i'm I've never really been interested in um, you know. You can see uh, on Instagram. I'm kind of limited with what I, what I put up, and and you know I'm not a an over an oversharer of things. Um, I've always kind of um, not been an oversharer in general, but then also it's also um, been a kind of a, a job hazard. You know, like I always have to be very very careful um, about what I say, and and uh, you know my my intent is always to get another job. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of other people are like, hey, no, I want people to know that I did this, or I met this cool person, or I did this or that. And I'm like, hey, listen, uh, no judgment whatsoever, but at the end of the day, I just want the next job because I want everybody to trust and know that I didn't open my mouth, and I didn't say anything out of turn, and I didn't do anything to jeopardize the secrets or the things that they would like the audience to be able to experience without without um, um disappointment. And so that's always been really important to me, and I, I don't know, maybe it's just because um, Uh, when you work in production, that becomes really sacred. You know, you like, even if it's something, you know, I was doing like corporate video stuff, you know, and like, that's like, who who cares about that stuff? But you know, to the people in that little small circle that we're going to be releasing that thing to um, it's really important. So Hmm. it's always been really important. And it's been taught to me by all of my bosses and supervisors that like, that's the thing why we're doing this. Your client is the most important thing. And that's how I've always treated everything that I do. And then that's just been, you know, continued on with my bookwork, And so I've, I've written 30 plus of them now. And I always say um, I've, I've written a volume of them because at the end of the day, I want my professional integrity to be the thing that you've really enjoyed working with that. Uh, hopefully I've been able to tell your story the way you've wanted to. I've been a creative member of, of the ancillary team that you have, you know, for this project and that, you know, if opportunity gives itself um, to all of us that you would have me back again. And so um, that's just shutting my mouth is a really important part. Of that. Okay. <laughs> and it seems I like that. really basic. It seems basic, but it is really important because um, I think we definitely live in a culture now where a lot of people forget those things and the, the, uh, you know, the, the Cloud chasing. the importance of some, ce- <laughs> yes, exactly. Some celebrity or, um, uh, internet fame, seems more important than anything else. No. And, um, I will say for anybody that would like to take this path someday, whether you're writing about, you know, the business or you get to do books or you get to do, you know, digital books or whatever the future holds for, for this particular niche. Um, respect that. <laughs> if you can respect that, you have a much stronger um, potential of being able to last um, and, mm-hmm. and be in the business for as long as you'd like to be. Um, but uh, yeah, I um, was very, very uh, grateful that Josh brought me into Lightstorm, and Lightstorm has a lot of secrets. <laughs> they have uh, many, you, that's many, great. many rooms that if you walk from one room to the next room, to the next room, you will see many, many things that they... Um, you know, mm-hmm. are integral to where these stories eventually go, but um, are not for, for mass consumption yet. And um, it was really, really helpful because, you know, when you are allowed to have a de- uh, the deeper depth and breadth of what Jim's, um, where his mind is gone and where it's going to and his intentions are and, and how all of these artisans have already started constructing things to realize that so that he can realize it um, more clearly um, as he's, you know, obviously moving on to to the sequels. Um there's a, they've built a tremendous amount, and I think that was the really interesting thing and, and something that, um, you know, Deb and Dylan and Ben um, very much wanted to articulate through the book, through the copy as well, uh, because they can't share things that they've been doing, but is that they, they were working on these sequels um, concurrently. So what we, God, what we the see... The absolute what, tango, yeah, yeah, The NDA exactly. tango.
0: That had it to be is. Done. So
1: what they've been doing um, here um, is, is a very small portion of the bigger picture of what they've been working on. And that um, even while we were writing this, which is very, very fun, um, was, you know, it, this is where my problem solving as on the book side of it comes is, you know, I would talk to Ben and Dylan and Deb on Zoom, having these kinds of things. We'd walk through art they would tell me stories about the art. I'd ask questions, you know, get context for a lot of things. So after I'd been to Lightstorm, we really just got into the nitty gritty of, um, these, these zoom sessions individually so that we could just look at their particular art. I contextualize, you know, when did this happen, you know, really getting into some of their design conundrums. Um, and, uh, you know, maybe it would be four weeks between um, Zoom conversations and some of them would last, you know, like two hours long. Um, they would go, oh yeah, that thing we talked about and the art that you looked at, that's going to be moved to X movie now. So um, it was going to be in this movie and now it's an X movie. And I was oh, okay, all right. So then you're know, taking notes and going like, okay, making sure I don't mention that, make sure that that's off the table for what we were, you know, maybe going to have a spread for or conversations about. And that was happening all the way until wow. we went to print. Yeah. I was going to so, ask.
0: Uh, well, were yeah, there that's any how malleable this
1: movie was. Yeah. I mean, there was, they were, um, and you can see through the book that they were um, very circumspect about certain spoilers, especially in the third act. You know, mm. they were, they, they um, there's an allu- allusions to things that happen, but not per se in terms of absolute revelations um, yeah. to, to big story points. And so we knew that that was the kind of line that we would stay at. Um, we did even have a conversation about the last spread of the book perhaps being a first image from mm. the next movie. But at the end of the day, they, they were making larger choices for when they would wanna roll those things out and w- when the world, and you know, at this at this point, this book went to the printers in August uh, and the book was out in December. That is an oh insane goodness. turnaround Turnover. time. And the mm. only reason that could happen is because DK have um print their own books. A lot of times, uh, publishers will send a book out to a printer, oftentimes in in Asia, and then um, it will get printed and then literally come in those cargo ships back to all of its destinations. Um, DK is able to print domestically Mm. and get it out quickly um, because there was no way it would be day and date uh, with that kind of a turnaround. Technically, the book should have been with the printer uh, on a normal turnaround by May. Um, So, August was because there were a lot of changes still happening with, um, imagery, um, locked shots that, that, um, that Jim and John were happy with of going, okay, this can now be transferred into the book. Um, Dylan and, um, and Ben specifically doing personal touch-ups on all of the images that you see, like their, you know, their uh, pride in work and their pride in being able to show, the best that their team members were able to do. They wanted to be able to at least give them the work to say, hey, listen, why don't we do this and do this so that when we put it in the book. It is as pristine as it can be because this is really the only opportunity. You know, you can you can watch Avatar 1 and 2 over and over again as many times as possible. And now that it's, you know, on streaming at home and you can have a physical copy, you can certainly pause it, but there's no way that you'll be able to kind of get that depth of high mm. resolution imagery than in a book like this. And so they, they wanted to make sure that the the images that were coming across would be for, for super fans, for artists, for other illustrators and the, uh, an ability to see the, the absolute detail that everybody mm. in this team worked on. And, um, and that's going for, you know, Deb's photography for all of her costume and textile work as well. So um, it was it was down to the wire, you know, it was down to the wire for a lot of say. things. And, wow. and then making those calls to go yoink or, and then, you know, put this in instead.
0: <laughs> so. Well, I want to say that not only did that end up strangely helping with keeping secrets because uh, for it to have been in production for so long, um, you know, as you said, May compared to August, well, that was just extra months where, it was behind, you know, locked doors. And we had, um, you know, uh, Tears of the Kingdom, I think there was an art book leak very early on. Yes, and there everyone, was, had yeah. to, everyone had to kind of, you know, do self amnesia on that. Um, but I think, yeah, this approach with DK, and once again, I think I told Josh, I think I tagged him mm-hmm. and I expressed and I'll, I'll convey it to you now in person. So I, here in uh, Australia, but I'm sure probably everywhere is you know my generation we grew up with dk books you know right like yeah um, they're seminal they're seminal and so just to have everything in under that that dk banner once again it's the sort of thing that i don't know if i've ever i ever committed it to podcasting um you know tape but i definitely recall being like you know what would be great this is maybe i don't know 2016 or 2015 it'd be great that when it eventually happens yeah like to have everything done by DK and to have the which is great the visual dictionary with that all of yeah you know the the tiny in you know because that's the level of intricacy and parity with the with the real world that Jay that, Absolutely. That is kind of obsessed with is like I want you to be able to insert as though you could just walk into Pandora not question the reality around you and that takes I mean it takes literally building reality first they say.
1: The world building is, uh,
0: it's unparalleled, staggering. It's staggering. Yeah.
1: Yeah, It's, you know, and, and, um, Josh was, uh, in charge of that, but then, you know, uh, even with that visual dictionary, you know, he knew that the department heads were the ones that also were living in this, you know, and, and figuring out the logic of, you know, when Jim says, make this vehicle, make this robot, um, make this, you know, um, Make this flora, make this fauna, um, make this costume, and it it means something in a ceremonial mm-hmm. sense, you know, to Deb and her oh, team. Um, it ruins everything living. else, it yeah, ruins they're, every they're, other franchise and
0: every they're other thinking alter, of you know? it,
1: and so they actually were uh, contributors to those books, you know. So they would um, do first pass on copy for the visual dictionary um, because they knew it <laughs> intimately, so that you know you were getting the most authentic reason in that copy of description of all of the minutia of Pandora and, and the uh, RDA um, from the people that were sitting there and asking Jim those same questions. Why are we doing this? Why, why does it have to be this way? Okay. Cause when they know it, they can impart it to their artists or they themselves can make it come out in the art. Mm. And um, yeah. And you just get that kind of, you know, that's kind of special um, uh, detail, you know, that, that, um, is really fun that decals DK caters to, but then you have a team that was the next level of making sure that that was articulated, not just by someone guessing, but like the people that were making it. I was like, I was looking at it with Josh going, he, you know, cause he was writing his book kind of in tandem with my mm. book um you know so we were dovetailing and asking questions or making sure that we aren't repeating you know that was another big thing is that um there are there's going to be some artwork that's going to be repeated in both books but that the narrative was different so that if mm. you bought both books that you didn't feel like you're like oh well Getting a package or anything. Yeah, yeah exactly yeah. so that the that there was it was a different angle of coming at it so if i read it in the visual dictionary I would learn this about that image and then if I looked at it in the art book I would learn this about the image so oh, we, you know that was a concerted we, effort as well
0: we love comprehensive from every angle you know that's just great yeah. it's like it's like it's like narrative photogrammetry you know capturing yeah
1: everything. yeah and it's, um, yeah um like I I just uh I love that as a consumer of these things. Like if I, the more you can get me as close to the world and your mindset of making something, I love Mm -hmm. that. And I cherish, you know, the the books that I feel do that. And so if I can try to um, bring that across with what I'm doing, and then, you know, we that we do have the conversation about, well, if you're going to use that piece of art, how are you going to use it? So Mm -hmm. that I don't feel like I'm, um, making someone feel like they get a lesser experience because it's been repeated, you know? So like, that's, that's important.
0: I'll say this in terms of how considerate you are and how um, conscious you are of the opportunity you've been given to to have made the book and just how thorough and thoughtful, uh, especially what you said just now about um, I want it to feel as one for one as possible of conveying as clearly as possible i i'm getting a sense because uh i humbly am aiming to enter a similar kind of you know uh, film slash game industry adjacent supported ancillary it's it's sort of the the podcasting stuff it's honestly almost like a portfolio that i'm building you know all these ones and um and and what i want to say is uh just having i mean that was a few other questions we'll riff a bit more but i figured i'd i'd just mention like everything you've conveyed um and up until now has been like like legitimately like inspiring you know to to know just how um you know and and if there's the tara bennett kind of ethos out there because we can get a bit jaded we can say oh well you know um and obviously maybe it's not a guarantee that 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 will that that if someone's considering entering this uh you know um discipline of of being a chronicler that it's obviously nothing's guaranteed but just just knowing you're like at basically i would say the highest echelon uh of of this this art form which i consider it to be an an art form of supporting the art form and i love the
1: agree
0: the continued matter of we're behind the scenes of the behind the scenes you know uh yeah um, and 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 as you pursue your
1: your path i mean i think um
0: uh, well, obviously, uh, I'll become what, uh, light storms like head past that podcasting guy. There you day. go.
1: There you go. There Come you go. On. Come on,
0: Joshua. Uh, Come is, on, Joshua. Dream,
1: dream big. That's a good thing uh, because good. passion is a very important thing for others to see. You know, Thanks, as you said, Tara. jaded being jaded is um, something that can be. Um, uh, we can see too much of it in, in, mm-hmm. in all of creative arts, and so um, genuine passion and genuine love for a topic. Um, sometimes there's a huge uh, um, connector, you know, it, yeah. it makes that, that, that chasm feel smaller. And then the it professionalism does. that you bring for it. And then the, 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 the work that you come into it with Um and, uh and, you know, whether you're podcasting or whether, you know, you're moving on into other um, phases of your, your creative life. I think the only the thing that I recommend and I teach, you know, so I say this to my students as well. I try to live by it as well is that, um, be the voice that asks the question. Sometimes the parameters of what it is that you're doing may not allow for you to have that thing actually um, become uh, manifest itself, whether it's budget or it's limitations or or. But if you're the voice in the room that asks the question, how can we make it better? How could we? distinguish ourselves what effort do we have to have to 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 plus it to make it better um so that ultimately the person that purchases that listens that reads the thing um feels like they've been inspired or that Mm. they have gotten the the, what they hoped for when they put the money down or sat down for the hour or 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 gave time they feel respected
0: you know, that you're respected
1: feel, yeah. and that, that you um have, have given as much as you can. And you know, um in some instances it isn't always gonna work, but if you are the person in the room, uh, you'll be respected for that, you know, and and everyone will understand maybe why something couldn't happen to the degree of which it was suggested or blue skyed. but at the same time they'll know that you're looking out for the best. Thing at the end of, of whatever the outcome is of the creative endeavor that you're doing mm-hmm. and ultimately i found that people value that you know so if you kind of keep that as a as a as a north star for yourself as you move forward and others mm-hmm. here you know that are they're that embarking on their own creative pathways um that uh there's no regret for yourself to say, why didn't I say something? I know it could have been, Uh, you've explored it. And then sometimes you end up getting the yes and then you can make it better, you know? And then that's ultimately a a really good feeling of um, accomplishment.
0: Beautiful. Also, again, thank you for these very thoughtful and and beautifully expressed, articulated responses for sure. Um, A writer, obviously, ladies and gentlemen, a writer. (laughs) Um, Okay, but now I want to ask, Maybe to flip it around a bit, I just sort of thought of this. So you, all the way back, uh, you know, reading this Making of Aliens book or what have you read, mm-hmm. so you're reading that. Obviously, podcasting, I would say, probably doesn't really exist. Whatever. Later on. Yeah, later, later on. on. But yeah. But now I want to ask, if you were interviewing one of these authors, mm-hmm. what would you uh, – What what's something that, you know – like you've you've, i would reread these books over and over again what's something that you would ask them about a certain page or a certain aspect of the book that you wish you could ask them because it's going to inspire me to ask you
1: (laughs) oh that's wonderful um it's a really good question because i i have um you know the one good thing about having been in this as long as I have is that I've uh, I have learned some of the reasons why things have happened or haven't happened, or I've learned. Um, I think you know probably, and you know um, uh, we we lost Rensler uh, recently, yeah. and um, and uh, again he's a he's a benchmark of of this whole niche um,
0: uh, making a fast
1: bookshelf bookshelf.
0: Um,
1: but I think, um, I would love, uh, if I could have sat down with him and, um, had lunch and talked with him about what it was like to uh, really spend time in that Lucasfilm, you know, basically the Raiders of the Lost Ark warehouse and just be able to condense that into a book. that's fascinating to me you know to to know that his canvas was so broad it was um as yeah as as broad as it can be because this was before licensing got more persnickety it was like george basically saying like open the door do what you want and like what an amazing uh brief to be able to get to do um and i I, yeah Warts and all
0: like those books are actual what's and all beautiful yeah
1: they are and they're and they're they're wonderful to be able to go um i know that the overwhelming mass of material was then called and then called and then called and then then called into those finite number of pages for all three of those the films the the trilogy the original you know the original films and to to know what killed him that he couldn't put in, or what he couldn't find, or if there was a rumor of something, you know, that, oh, somebody had that, but, like, nobody could find it, you know, those are the stories that are fascinating to me, because um, they become your own little holy grails, and they mm-hmm. also um, are the agony and the ecstasy <laughs> of what you know, um, for for many reasons, you know, oh, we, we don't want that to be in print, or actually, we feel like, you know, that you know something that you know oh i wish i wish you okay. know, i could see it but nobody else could see it that would probably be my my dream conversation um well uh if i could do that
0: i happen to be young tara right now and you happen ah, to be okay. you happen to be rinsler <laughs> so we are in this okay. position so now if i may channel my inner tara and please ask, do this process of condensing, you know, you did cover a lot of it in your earlier responses of the, the funneling, you know, uh, yeah. process. Uh, and it is, it is quite an endeavor. I mean, you become this, here's this giant mess and it's almost your, you're an archivist. It's why I actually renamed what I do the topic archives. I, yes. I slowly realized I actually am quite bookish and I, I quite, I love laying things out. You'll see insert anything podcast. That was podcast, blah, blah, blah. So as someone, maybe, did you find like you had to, Uh, stretch kind of your uh, your um what what did you what did you have to kind of what new territory did you have to discover in yourself to to accommodate uh this kind of a project compared to previous ones
1: yeah that's a great question i would definitely say that i think um um all of my work before this book uh was in preparation uh for um being able to make the decisions that we, we made for this, you know, the, the, the book that um, that I wrote before this was the story of Marvel Studios, which was um, the biggest thing and still remains just in terms of um, the, the amount of time that Paul and I Veloccal. were there. Yeah. That we were embedded at Marvel Studios, that we went on location and that we went to shooting sites and, and, and the vast number of people that we spoke to. Um, that was a, a real Really, um, you know, challenging, and uh, the, the, it was a challenging ability to 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 draw together. Where do you find your stories out of? You know, I mean, you could talk to anybody in, in that book, and it, uh, sometimes we had two-hour conversations, and you had to pull out of all of those words just this part wow, that helps tell the that's story. What I'm talking and it's, about. Oh my and it's so hard to do. And I think um, having learned. How much we could use? How much? I mean, that book is five hundred pages, and it's one hundred fifty thousand words um, for the the Marvel book, and there it, it could be two more books, you know. So, wow, so that they would, was yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's very, so I think what it allowed me to do coming into Avatar was the Way of Water was to be um, a little bit more pointed with mm-hmm. the interviews, so that. Uh, when the thesis of the book, which is what were the biggest design challenges, um, get that story, dig into it as best as we could, get their memories, you know, kind of, you know, and again, this is the hard thing for for the three department heads was they're already deep into the other movies and there's certainly, they were, they were one foot in, in one in in two and then other feet in, in other <laughs> movies. Um, so coming back to twos to, to the degree felt like, Oh, where, that was so long ago. Where, where am I? So it was a lot of, you know, also asking questions to rattle the right memories, memories so that wow. they, so that they could, Oh, that's why we did that, or oh, and you know, or or stopping when they said something uh, or finished a thought and said, "Do you have that? Could you? Could you remember the thing oh, that it started from?"
0: Yeah, and then
1: inserting and asking. So I think there was a more precision. Uh, okay. There was more of um, building the thesis of the story and getting the materials I needed to help talk about those design problems, and then talk about the other things that came out of it that were other, you know, big design issues. But when we focused in on the one for each department head and then had, uh, in other parts of the books, you know, um, this was also very challenging. Uh, why was being able to really, um, the, the Marvel book helped inspire the asking of, could you find that? And so I will nice. say that's where a lot very of good. Jim's, Jim's, um, sketches,
0: Okay. were found for our You said, our stop, book. we have and to get yeah, the actual thing. Yeah. Yeah. Is
1: there any way that does, does Jim have them like, or had, did you guys keep them? Because they'd say, well, you know, I remember that meeting and he was just on the whiteboard. I said, did anyone take a picture? Did nice. someone take a picture of the board? And so those were the things that I think You're in learning basically. in the past. Yes, exactly. And also the throwaway things that when someone is just this is just my day-to-day life. You're not thinking of how could that be important to somebody else down the line who's outside of the bubble of where we're working, you know? Mm. Um, And so that helped. uh, And that's what I'm, I was, I was as many of those materials as we could get. And when you see them peppered throughout the book um, very much came from a pointed question um, Mm. of, of making sure that I could illustrate or get as much illustration as possible um, in the most rudimentary forms because I, mm. I find that to be the most fascinating. You know, there's um, there's a, there's something to be said about variations of, of um, sketches or ideas for something, but I think as rudimentary as you can get, and we work in a digital world, so the rudimentary of it sometimes is not as rudimentary as it used to be when everybody was on sketchbooks or they were, you know, starting on a – but Jim still does have this flavor of he'll be in a meeting, he'll sketch something on, you know, a scrap of paper, and then – um, it's the it's the basically the DNA of something that in the book now is this complicated you know beautiful um, uh, image you know that was ended up being you know used in the film so uh, those are the those were the things that um, prior work helped in, in infuse uh, in my head in the moment as I was having my ongoing conversations with the department heads to ask for those things and if they weren't sure to then get John. Mm. Know, go. Could you go ask John? Because John obviously was, you know, um, the day-to-day condo with, with Jim, if Jim is in New Zealand and um, John could be finding those things yeah. so that most hands-on producer
0: it. ever, I would say. Yeah, I absolutely. think and, easily and knowing, hand that to you know, him. He
1: knows where things are, you know, he knows yeah. that he's kind of like the, the filing cabinet of Jim's head, you know, like, <laughs> let's go find that. Let, um, let me go find that. And so, um, so yeah, that was, I, I, to answer your question, I think that those were the, um, the the, the, the moments that i tried to take yeah. Yeah, that i tried to take advantage of to try to not have it just be um you know they they provided me um contact sheets essentially mm-hmm. of art that they wanted to go through and talk through Oh yeah. Yeah and, that,
0: um, yeah go ahead.
1: Yeah and so it was it was um not you know that could have easily just been it you know, yep. that could have been, that could have just been the book. And, and, and that enough would have been fine. But, um, I wanted not tired. I wanted to find those mo <laughs> Yeah. I wanted to find those rudimentary yeah. elements that were, um, that would really take you on a journey from an artistic standpoint to go as, as mm. simple as a line drawing and then as complicated as where they took it.
0: As some of those, you know, Zachary Berger, you know, these oh, gigantic. God, yeah. Oh what's there's, going there's on. Yeah, there's
1: Joe Pepe. You yeah. know, ligatures and uh, like just Daphne with things. all
0: the patterns. My goodness! Oh, so so are they? You, you've got now from these conversations you've had. I would say, I don't know, and especially since again, you don't have to confirm anything. It's fine. <laughs> but in my in my heart, you will continue. You will just be <laughs> this chronicler. And I think I'm going to give you the title film detective, and also. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that's kind of what you do. It's like, when was it? What time was it? You can even do the sort of transatlantic aspect. Yeah, I can wear the, can love wear that the fedora.
1: Yeah, i do well, i love it i love the part of it it's uh let's hmm. let's um let's figure out where you put something yep. that you thought was uh something that belonged in the back of your drawer and let's put it now yeah the there you go that's wonderful
0: <laughs> well yeah. all i was gonna do to sort of um to tie that off because we're coming up now 10 ish minutes uh because i know that the day the day awaits for you i'm sure you well, know with it's all, good. With you all your endeavors it. i'm sure um but uh you know if i were in that position uh i want to say It would be truly truly you know i would have my professionalism i would have my track record the reason they hired me but i think at at all times i would have a simmering sense of gosh i wish we could make this thing multiple volumes oh Uh, totally
1: yeah
0: and so i want to ask uh two 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 parter i suppose is Mm -hmm. did you did you find throughout chronicling and assembling this uh you know production of avatar the way of water did you find it uh like did it actually cause you as you know the person who again read read the aliens book was it really like oh my gosh i can't believe i don't get to put this and that and that and that into the book was that yeah. sort of... okay I, all right
1: i think i think um i think it probably hurt <laughs> it <laughs> probably hurt ben and oh um, okay that makes and sense. dylan more um because i think something that um I have uh, my job is to be macro wise, mm-hmm. looking at what is the distribute distribution of artists. So I know what their team was made of. You know, I have a list of all of the concept designers, the character designers, the as you said, the 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 uh, creature designers. So when I know all of these integral people and then, of course, you know, I'm, I'm getting told, you know, through their <laughs> stories, how why they did it, what, who was was assigned what and the, the things that they brought to it. Um, I, I tried very hard to make sure that there was a disbursement that everyone was gotcha. no one was forgotten, which is can very much happen with art books because you may um, decide on a study of something and that just might be one artist, and then mm. um, you you end up not being able to to feature uh, another artist that was really important but wasn't part of that study. So I think a big conversation that we had at the end of the day was let us try in all of these spreads to be as representative of as much of the team as possible so that, um, these core contributors and these, you know, um, absolutely integral, uh, visual voices in this film were represented in the book. Incredibly. So I, yeah. I yeah. And at the, at the end of the day, in order to get that disbursement, because they, it sometimes, you know, they didn't touch each other per se, you know, someone was working on, um, you know, the, they were working on the, the how a seat works uh, for the RDA. And that is never going to absolutely touch an artist that is like you said, Daphne working on, you know, these, the these, these, these patterns that are going to be represented and, and repeated. So um, we're, we're looking at, okay, let's make sure are they there? They're in the book, right? Okay. And I'm literally like looking at every page and not marking That's off. Wonderful. Like, is this artist been used? Yes, they have been represented. So I think the, where you, um, The sadness is, is that sometimes a spread would be adjusted because we wanted the most important thing is to make sure everyone gets their day because this is the only this is the only place outside of Mm. the movie where you're going to be able and, you know, of course, they'll put things on Instagram, but. This is this is the this is for posterity. <laughs> you it know is, that book is it is, is it's, f- it it's is physical the thing. it's physical it, it represents the team and their work of re dec- you know a decade of work. So some things that didn't make it was because we made a pivot to make sure that a spread was being more representative of a theme mm-hmm. or a topic and then as many artists as possible. Um and then I I also um made it an absolute core uh tenant of this book was that every artist was mentioned mm. on every single page. Um, it kills That's me wonderful. when I look at an art book and is not referenced. Yeah. I I get angry <laughs> because I know this is their one Thank chance yeah. to be able to have their work um, just appreciated or poured <laughs> over by other artists or appreciators of that film or that project. Um, so when they are not um, tagged on the page, it makes me nuts. Um, and so... W- Early on, very one of the very early conversations was, I take deep um, pride in making sure the projects that I do. That's a, a key feature. And Dylan and Ben and, and Deb were like, "Thank goodness," <laughs> because yes. we have had other books where that has not oh, yeah. happened, and it mm-hmm. makes them very upset. So, yep. so that has that was part of it too. So I would say, you know, what what the baby that goes out of the, with the bathwater on that is that. As much art as you'd like to be able to have is sometimes not going to be able to do that because of the finite amount of pages. So those oh. are, you know, those are the those are the moments. But I, I think what um, is very nice that Disney has allowed is that the individual concept designers and artists if they do have Instagram um, uh, Oh, that accounts, is wonderful. We've yes. seen a lot of their work that even the things that I couldn't put in the book, yeah, they like at least can stuff. put out into the world. Yeah. Yes, that you can mm-hmm. put out into the world. And that makes me very happy for them because, uh, listen, these are their, nest- their next jobs too. You know, The world that sees these things are potentially sometimes their future employers, but it also just allows them to show the depth and breadth of how deep they went onto something that a book – with it's it's you know front page and end page uh can't always do so yeah that would that would be um that's my silver lining to what i couldn't put in there is that at least i know the world is getting to see through other means um some of that artwork that we wish we could have put in but you know that just we didn't have enough page for pages for we also wanted this book and i hopefully um uh, and, you know, I'd love to hear your feedback on this of with, o- offline or even from your um, from your listeners um, mm-hmm. is feedback on what you'd like to see, um, because what we also really wanted to do in this was to try to give as many three quarter spreads and full, full oh. page, you know, full spreads as possible. Beautiful. You know, I'm more than happy to do like is, a poll
0: or something. Yeah, yeah I'll put that together for you. The-
1: the gutter in a book which is you know the seam in a book um is always difficult because it's that you know that that area that gets lost yes. inside the <laughs> crease and that's just a, a byproduct of a, of a book but when you do three-quarter spreads um which are almost over the full of two and the, mm-hmm. a little bit of copy on one side but allows you to we we pandora is so expansive the rda world is so expansive that Little rectangles didn't feel right, (laughs) and you know that's those are choices by other books. Uh, We made a conscious effort to try to do as many expansive spreads, so that you could really lose yourself in the context of a a world-building image, um, so that you could you could really understand the detail, the fine points that they were bringing to it, that then were reproduced, uh, you know, in in Jim's pixelated world, Um, and that's that. back on volume sometimes yeah you know so you don't get as okay. many images but you get to really um really be able to sink inside some really core images so you know Beautiful. i always i of course maybe my choices aren't right <laughs> but at the end of the day there <laughs> choices that were made but i always love to hear from um the people that are have the final piece yourself right. and, and others and just saying hey listen you know i would love less of those, or I would like more of these, or here's what I wish it had, because those are all things that help. um, And I take those into account, you know, as I, I, if I, if I am lucky enough to, you know, move forward with, with uh, these titles, or, you know, if it doesn't happen, those are still things I can pass on to other people that, you know, would take it over and pass the baton so that ultimately um, the receivers of this world that love it so much are getting what they, what they'd like to see.
0: Honestly, look, Tara, thank you i have to say mm-hmm. from multiple levels i hope i hope not to ever be too effusive when i say this but i always uh, whenever it it sort of made me the podcaster i've become i mm-hmm. suppose uh, but i i can i i can't ever separate out who someone is as a human from what they do and how they present themselves <laughs> so just such a great vibe kind of a kind of a kind of a soul that you are
1: thank
0: um, you so so beautifully well phrased and, and and very informative and look i i came away from this as enriched uh, about the book as the book made me feel as enriched from the film oh so thank you that's the highest that.
1: compliment i can receive oh. you know um <laughs> books are a funny thing you know you you toil over them um even when you're working with the team there's you know kind of a a little bit of an isolation with it and then it goes out into the world and covid has been so weird you know that um yeah it's only now that we're kind of going back out into the world and signing things or, you know, but it's still a trickle. So you, you. um, you still kind of live in a little bit of a, a little bit of a, a a tiny little, uh, you know, world of going like, I hope people liked it.
0: (laughs) Thank you so much, Tara for, for your time. And. and, Oh,
1: thank you. I'm, I'm honored. Um, honestly, I haven't been able to do a lot of press for this book. Um, and so you've been one of the first really, um, uh, you know, purposeful and meaningful conversations I've had about it. So I deeply appreciate you. it. I mean, um, you, you're a really wonderful interviewer and your passion for the project is, you know, as well as understanding the um, kind of nuts and bolts of, of telling a story about the story, as you said, is, you know, really a lovely conversation to have had with you. So thank you for that. And uh, I wish you, all the best uh, as you move forward with your storytelling and uh, consider me a resource. If you have questions or need or, or have, you know, things that you, as you pursue your goals, you know, if there's anything I can do to help, let me know. But um, I know the whole, Lightstorm family and and uh, very much appreciates what you do um, how you've really coalesced the fandom how you guys have really wonderful thoughtful little conversations about um all of the the things that you know they've thought about and that they've brought to the world and that you guys have seen and that you guys talk about and that you guys um Express so, um, so beautifully about what it means to you. And, you know, at the end of the day, that's what art does. You know, if it it makes all of us feel something and makes all of us find community through that feeling, um, ultimately that's the, the greatest thing that we can do and find amongst each other, which, which is, uh, you know, um, I've been honored to be able to do what I do uh, book wise and career wise. And, uh, and I, I'm, I always find it wonderful, wonderfully, um, it's joyful and uh, meaningful when people find their paths through other people's creative paths you know I, i i feel like i did it you know when i i learned how other people made their art and then i i love watching next generations do it so um you know congratulations to what you put together with this group
0: now let me say consider that cycle to have truly continued in this instance i i I really feel again going into this. I already had a pre-existing amount of appreciation uh, for you and what you do. Um, that's only deepened, and especially with that last. And you didn't have to say such wonderful, kind things. But uh, it can sometimes feel a little bit distant here in Australia, where we just don't have Absolutely. as vibrant and as thriving a situation in 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 the you know film and creative space um, as as over there. But let me say, um, I will make it. It's a two, maybe three, three-sided mission from here on. So I am Tara Bennett's permanent Oceania hype man. Okay. <laughs> thank you, sir. Oceania I love Okay. That. <laughs> so I'll be I'll be keeping an eye on anything because, as you know, it's insert anything podcast. That's me across the uh, you know different things of the topic archive. So I'll be watching and signal boosting and thank and you. supporting. Um. And <laughs> the second thing is Joshua. Look. I'm gonna become Lightstorm's main <laughs> podcasting guy. So let's just do already it, do let's it. get that. Let's get that. By the way, there's no such thing, but I'm planning to create that role at some point, maybe. Um, Listen, knows?
1: carve your space. That's all what Jim you're did. Just, That's honestly. what Lightstorm is all built on.
0: <laughs> well, you
1: carve your space, my friend.
0: <laughs> thank you, my friend. And look, and the third thing is, I hope to continue. Just yeah, and I won't obviously uh, spam that or anything, but I'll say just knowing no, that there's please. a that they're that out there and to chime in here and there just about like, again, to either to support or to maybe quiz you about stuff, but just in general, um, yeah, I consider that it's, one of the best things to take away from this. It's
1: yeah. a, it's a funny little path that we take with this, you know, where you're working in the, in the orbit of, you know, sometimes really huge properties. Um, I have a lot of friends that have um, come up in the, the writing of books. I, I worked in the podcast space as well. And, and um, so I understand, you know, the, the the particular um, interesting problems and, and uh, challenges with, with that medium as well. But, um, you know, I always feel like paying it forward is really helpful. I have, um, I, I feel like there's always space out there for all these storytellers. Um, you know, I talked to my other peers that are writing out in the world and I go, oh, like, ask me questions. Like, why did oh, I learn wonderful. things? If I can't pass it along, <laughs> you know, like, I mean, whatever my mistakes were, I would love to help someone else avoid those mistakes and, you know, pass along um, some insight or at least um, experiential stories so that you can go, Oh, I didn't even know that. And I'm very, very proud of all of my peer friends that have gone on to publish or create um, their own storytelling mediums. And, uh, you know, um, I, I would be honored now that we've connected to be able to help if I can down the line.
0: Honestly, now we are at the point beyond words. And as you know, that's a bit of a problem for a podcast when you're beyond words. <laughs> but look, have yourself a lovely rest of your day. Thank you. Uh, I, Thank I actually can't wait to connect again. You're amazing. Great to meet no, you. No,
1: it's been a really great conversation. If you ever want to talk more about uh, other elements down the line, if people have questions about things or- if Oh yeah, let's a, get that let's, Instagram li- let's, live let's, happening. Let's just, dis- let's decide, let, let's-, let's- dissect uh, a making of her art book and you can ask me questions and i'll answer as best as i can um within Beautiful. the parameters of the ndas as you know yes uh, but, you are an, you, you are know, an nda
0: gymnast you know the- yes
1: but it's a, it's you know sometimes i you know i even myself uh, these questions are less mysterious to me now having been in the business as long as i have but so many people will go well why didn't they do such and such and um I, you know, sometimes I'm standing there too, going, yeah, I'm right with you. I wish they were able to do <laughs> such and such, you know, and um, sometimes it's um, sometimes the, the, just learning the limitations of a medium can sometimes help you have a better understanding of why you pick up a book and go, I will purchase that or why I won't. And, yeah. uh, you know, just as a uh, dispels some of the magic of when you're talking with your friends going, hmm true i didn't i wish yeah such and such you know and and you can't uh, discover limits without
0: asking questions you know and
1: that's it yeah so if anybody ever would like to do that down the line i'd love to do it or just talk about anything else down the line um thanks for having me i really appreciate such a great conversation
0: not an if it's a when. definitely (laughs) big hugs have a lovely rest of your day from uh, from from the other
1: side of the pacific take care my friend take care Uh,
0: you too and great to meet you once again bye